You know, the numbers uh, of, of casualties among businesses during the pandemic is just staggering. I saw a number in 2020 alone, over 110,000 eating and drinking establishments closed down. Now, some of those reopened back up, but a lot of them didn't. The list just keeps getting longer. I mean, around here, Grill on the Alley disappeared, and Highland Bar Cafeteria, Kobe Steaks had been around for 20 years just the other day. Um, Nick and Sam's uh, out in Park City's closed up. So the question is, is it over with, and is it getting any better? And it's not going to get any worse, is it? Kyle Noonan knows all about this. He's the owner and CEO of Free Range Concepts. You know, the rustic and Mutt's Canine Cantina and Bowl and Barrel and all over the state. And he joins us right now. It's good to have you with us. David, good to be back. So are we survivors? I mean, is is this it? (laughs) Well, let's let's just say I hope so. And I, I will say um, I'm certainly glad to be doing business in Texas because a lot of my friends in other states in the industry are having a much harder time than we are. Um, that being said, um, it's been a challenge. It's been a real challenge, and, and the numbers point to it. Unfortunately, there's been a tremendous amount of casualties. Um, and in a lot of instances, through no fault of the businesses. So in, in um, your case, did you come out, did you come through with all your locations? We, we did. And, and uh, fortunately for us, we're, we were uniquely positioned to be able to weather the storm because we have large spaces and predominantly outdoor spaces. So social distancing and outdoor dining was really already part of what we did anyway. Um, and then not to mention we were fun places to go uh, because we have things like live music or, or, or pet friendly uh, environments. So it wasn't just going out and sitting in a half empty restaurant with plastic curtain dividers in between you and, and kind of an awkward space. It was actually still lively and fun through the pandemic. Uh, so fortunately for us, and I wish I could claim that it was because I was brilliant and I could have foreseen it, but uh, that's not the case. We just got lucky. Well, you know, there are going to be changes we know coming out of this. They're going to stay with us. I mean, I, you know, nine eleven after nine eleven, travel was never the same. There had sure. to be changes. So there are going to be changes coming out of this. Do you think there's going to be a greater orientation toward your sort of thing where you've got more space and not like a, you know, French cafe where you literally touch elbows with the person in the next table? Well, you know, it's hard to predict what the consumer wants down the road, but I will say that the safety protocols and the cleanliness protocols has been the number one consumer demand of, uh, of the hospitality space, um, which has never been in the top three, really. Um, it, but it has shifted. So, so from a safety and health and sanitary standpoint, those things will, I think, be paramount for a long, long time. Uh, the good news is though, we in the industry have been dealing with federal state and local health agencies for years and years and years, and we're used to running a tight ship and, and, you know, running a sanitary environment. So, um, you know, there's a few other measures that we're, that the industry is putting into place, but we're all pretty used to it. Um, so it wasn't that big of an adjustment. The real adjustment, frankly, is the is the staffing and, and staffing shortages and and supply chain issues. What is that? Let's go, let's take a moment at a time. Staffing. 
Uh, is that going to be around for a while? I, I mean, is that – and that's the kind of thing you can take care of, I guess. I mean, I've seen, you know, some fast or fast casual places going to, you know, robotics or kiosks. Well, that's certainly one way to do it. And and I guess the the upside of that is is the robot never gets sick and the robot never has to take a day off. Uh, but the downside is you lose the human side of it. Um, and that's one of the reasons why I'm in the business that I'm in is because I love the human interaction. And when, when frankly, when I go out, I like to interact with other humans. That's the reason why, that's one of the main reasons why I'm going out as a consumer. So there's going to be a balance there. Um, you know, I think this is really the, frankly, the first time in my lifetime, I know that the consumer demand outweighs the supply and we just we as an industry at large we don't have enough staff members and we don't have enough products to serve the demand right now now the fed she would think it, she would think would be a good thing but it but it does pose some some challenges oh it does and especially if, if it you know going back to what you're talking about you want the interaction and and if you don't have not only people but also you got to have the right kind of person i mean just just some robotic human being who would just picks up an order and turns around and brings it to the table doesn't bring much to the you know to, to you the lose equation. it you lose the, the 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 sex appeal to dining out at that point so one one thing some of the retailers have told me is that forevermore they're going to have like curbside pickup what about for you i mean it it, it do you are you going to look for i mean you have open spaces but are you going to look for end caps where you could have drive-through windows or and I, I don't I really don't know what kind of relationship you really have with DoorDash or Grubhub or Uber Eats. I don't know if they're a friend or foe. Well, I mean, I think they're friend they're friendly if you uh, if that's your model. So, you know, we we internally at Free Range Concepts with brands like the Rustic and Bowl and Barrel and Mutz, we're experience oriented. Right. And we're all about the food and drinks combined with the experience. Um, and it's hard to package live music in a in a DoorDash. Um, so we are really built for the consumer to come to us, have a good time and really experience it. But if you're quick serve, fast, casual, then certainly that's where you lean. And, and, um, I have a lot of friends in the fast, fast food space that really just excelled during the pandemic because it was very easy to go through a drive-through. Yeah, if you had a drive-through. By the same token, all we heard was, you know, DoorDash and Grubhub and Uber Eats, you know, might have delivered your food, but you didn't make any money doing it. That's that is a challenge too. They t- they certainly take their 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 share of the of the already thin profit margin. So what about Bowling Barrel? That's that's a different kind of a concept. It requires, I don't know, it, probably more of a challenge for you, I would guess. Well, you know, I, I think the industry as a whole has been challenging, and Bowling Barrel certainly faced its its challenges just like everybody did. The good thing we have we had going for us at Bowling Barrel is because we're such a large space, we could properly socially distance, um, so we were seating every other lane, um, so that you could come in with your family or your your close friend group that you trusted and you knew you were in a safe group. Um, you could come in and actually have a, a good experience being out of the house. Um, and, and that's really what we found is that the consumer, in order to get the consumer out of their home during the pandemic, 
they they had to have a reason other just other than just to go sit at a table in an empty restaurant yeah. and be served you know food that they could make at home or order through a, through a DoorDash or or whatnot. So um, having that experience has really been our our differentiator. So tell me what's going on right now. I mean, it, it seems like just over the last couple of weeks, we've seen this escalation of this Delta variant. We've got more people, you know, issuing mask mandates and now got, you know, taking them on the states or whether, you know, got to, whether people feel safe going out. I, In fact, I've seen several employers issuing a, if you can work at home, work at home orders. Is it, Are you seeing any impact here over the last couple of weeks? Uh, we're seeing a little bit of an impact, but in Texas, it's hard to tell because typically we see a decline in the industry during the heat of the summer, yeah. um, just because people are on vacation, they go out to the lake or go to the beach or go to the mountain. Um, so it's hard to tell if it's any different, um, of a decline because we're seeing the typical dip that we usually see. Um, and I can tell you, David, I am out of the business of predicting what to expect with with this virus and how we react to it. Because um, I remember when we uh, shut down in March of 2020, I said, this will be a week or two and we'll be back to normal. And <laughs> I realized at that point I was, I was, I was really wrong. Kyle, so, Kyle there, um, there were a lot of us who said that. Well, what, <laughs> but you, I mean, you're a business owner. You've got to, I mean, there's got, got to be a lot of opportunity around right now. There ought to be spaces that are available that you've always coveted. I mean, do you have any any desire to expand? Can you see growth, you know, going forward into into next year? Well, we we opened um, a rustic in Houston in the height of the pandemic in July of 2020, and it has exceeded all expectations. Really? And then we just recently opened in March of this year. Um, I'm sorry, in May of this year, uh, Joe Leo Fine Tech Specs, which is named after my grandfather. Um, and it has exceeded expectations. So we are in, we are certainly in growth mode. Um, we know there's challenges with the industry, but there's always going to be challenges with the industry. And um, we feel like if we just stay true to our core values of, of serving great food and having a great environment, um, we're going to win. So quickly, with Joe Leo, a new place, I assume you took some of your existing employees and put them there because they knew what they were doing. But but how are you finding employees right now? Is it Are you networking or you take out an ad in the paper, you trip people as they walk by on a sidewalk? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We, we, we lure them in. No, we, we actually do lure them in. with uh, We do hiring events um, where we throw a big kind of backyard barbecue and have people come in and and fill out applications and we get we get hundreds of applications per location every time we do that um, but all the traditional ways that, that we hire is still tried and true and, and the best way is by having referrals people who already are on our team refer their friends um, that, that helps us build a sound team because somebody that, that is on our side and already is part of the team they know what we're looking for, and they're going to bring somebody in that will likely fit the fit the mold. Fit the mold. Well, here, um, here here's hoping we we we've seen the worst, and we don't we don't revisit any of this. I I think we've, we've yeah, had that's enough. certainly true. <laughs> Kyle, um, Kyle, and I, I think I think I think we're we're probably a quarter away, um, hopefully, from getting staffed up as an industry again. 
Um, the supply chain's a whole other issue that hopefully his, our suppliers are having the same issues that we're having with staffing and product. Um, and so that's the, that's the biggest challenge that we face now is really the supply chain issue yeah, that's, and being out of product. That's a commodity. You would think that would come around. The people are maybe as much or more of a challenge. Anyway, Kyle Noonan, owner and CEO of Free Range Concepts, you know, general public, now Joe Leo and Bowl and Barrel, and, of course, the place that Sir Richard Branson always go to, goes to when he's in town, <laughs> the Rustic. It's good to have you with us. That's right. Always. Great to be back. Take care. Thanks a lot. For more of our conversation with Mr. Noted, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.